You are now tuned in to 2020 Bible Stories with Shamika, your host and thought commentator, Felicia. Welcome back to 2020 Bible Stories. Last week's story was about Cain and Abel, the first two born sons of Adam and Eve. Where Cain displayed a more acts of behavior against both God and man. We not very clear as of the reason why Cain's gift was accepted and not his brother's Abel's, as the story don't say why. But we speculate is because of a simple disobedience that quickly degenerated into murder. When God not only first gave him a second chance to correct his behavior by telling him to do what was right so that he'd be accepted too, but too by warning him to let go of his jealous anger because it leaves an opening for sin to literally come in when it's waiting at your front door. Like it's just waiting for you to open the front door. So today we're going to talk about Noah and the flood. Now Noah is a descendant of Adam and Eve through their son Seth. So let's get into the story. Now during Noah's time, the world had become godless. Like, sons of God were literally taking women as their wives and creating giant Nephilites who became the heroes and famous warriors of ancient times. When God seen humans as just mortal flesh, he said that its spirit wasn't going to deal with humans for such a long time. So in the future, the normal lifespan would be no more than 120 years. So... The Lord saw that everything humans thought or imagined was just consistently and totally evil. And he said he was going to wipe the human race clean from the face of the earth, including the large animals, the small animals, and even the birds in the sky. I'm sorry I ever made them. But there was only one person who God had found favor with, and that was Noah. Noah was seen as a righteous man, the only blameless person on earth. So God told Noah he was about to destroy the earth and to build a large boat. The boat was 450 feet long, 75 feet wide, and 45 feet high. Exactly six times longer then it was wide. And it was like the length of a football field, like one and a half football fields, and as high as a four-story building. God was like, look, I'm about to cover the earth with a flood that will destroy every living thing that breathes. Everything on earth will die. So God, so Noah did exactly as the Lord commanded. He went and he built the boat. And he told him to go collect the pair of every animal, male and female, to make sure that they kept alive during the flood and to be sure that he had took enough food for him, his family, and all the animals. 
So when Noah had got everything ready, the Lord had told Noah to go into the boat because seven days from now is when the flood gonna happen. So Noah did just what the Lord said. And seven days from now, Noah got on the boat with all the animals. And as soon as they got on the boat is when it started raining. I'm guessing anyway, because it says that day is when it, it began. And the Lord had closed the door behind them. Now, as the waters rose, the boat started to, you know, safely float on the surface. And the waters rose as high as 22 feet above the highest peaks, right? So, the Lord had basically was like, look, I'm going to wipe everything clean. So the only people that's going to survive are you and everybody that's with you in the boat. And the flood began and it rained for 40 days and 40 nights. And the flood covered the earth for 150 days. But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and all the livestock that was on the boat with him. He sent a wind to basically blow across the earth to start making the waters recede and to go back. So it was exactly five months from the time when the flood had began that the boat came to a rest on the mountains of Ararat. Then two and a half months later, the waters were still going down. But by this time, you can start seeing the peaks of the mountains. So after another 40 days, Noah had opened the window he had made and he had released a raven and a dove. The raven had flew back and forth until the flood waters on the earth had dried up, but the dove had went out to go see if the land was dry. But when the dove couldn't find dry land, it came back to the boat. So Noah waited another seven days, and then he released the dove again. But this time, the dove came back with a fresh olive leaf. So no one knew that the flood waters was had was like almost gone. So he waited another seven days and then he released the dove again. But this time the dove ain't come back. So Noah was at it very specific. Noah was six hundred two months and seven days when the flood had covered the earth. And it was ten and a half months later when the waters was almost dry. And by this time, Noah was 601. So he had to wait two more months before the waters was finally all the way dry. And the Lord had told him that they could leave out the boat. 
So the same way that they had went in the boat is the same way they had came out the boat, two by two, pair by pair. He released all the animals and they all came out the boat. And the Lord then will know. First, Noah built the altar once they had got off the boat. Noah built an altar to the Lord and he sacrificed the animals that was approved for that purpose. Now, he did take a pair of each animal, but for the animals that was approved for sacrifice and eating, he had to take seven pairs of each of those animals. So, after he did the sacrifice and the Lord had smelled the aroma of his sacrifice, he was like, never again will I curse the ground because of the human race. Even though everything they think or imagine is bent towards evil from childhood, I will never again destroy all living things. As long as the earth remains, it's going to be planting and harvest, cold and heat, summer, winter, day and night. Then God blessed Noah and his sons and he told them to be fruitful and multiply. So this time he was like, I'm giving you the animals to basically rule over. Like with Adam and Eve, he gave them the plants and vegetation. So with Noah, he was like, now you basically you have my permission to eat meat. But the only thing is you can't eat meat with blood in it. You can't eat no meat that got blood in it because that's where the life is. So you now got power over all the animals. And I'm giving it to you just like I gave you grain and vegetables. So then the Lord was like, look, now I hereby confirm my covenant with you and your descendants. And not just you and your descendants, but all the animals that was on the boat with you too. I'm giving y'all a sign of my covenant from generation to generation. I'm a place of rainbow in the clouds so that whenever it appears, I will remember my covenant with you and all living creatures. Never again will the flood waters destroy, destroy all, all life. Then God said to Noah, yes, this rainbow is the sign of the covenant I'm confirming with all the creatures on earth. So that's basically the story of Noah and the flood. So let's get into it. What were some of the things that stuck out to you? Uh basically how the animals obeyed but how but my question too is which animal how did he know which animals to, to, to pair off like the other ones was like what you know like the other animals like we ain't good enough either like what kind of sin did the animals you know commit that they all have to stay and die and it was just only two orangutans two tigers two you know what I'm saying one in each pair the other one was like what I do I mean and you didn't do nothing because, I mean, I'm not saying like 
y'all had to go, but I mean, somebody got to go. He only sent two of everything. I mean, I'm sure the animals didn't have a mind, and, and they're not saying they didn't have a mind, but if they listened to the word of God, then they all knew they were all, they were, you know, they were going to be all right. He made them. But at the same time, like, how did he know which, you know, I'm sure it was a lot of them because they had to wait a few days to get them into the boat. But I'm just like, how did he know which ones? Did he just take all ones that were able to, about to be able to ha have kids? You know what I'm saying? Like the younger ones that was about to be at that age to have to generate a population. I don't think he was thinking that deep. I think again, because I don't really think Noah handled the part of the animals. I think oh, no, 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 I'm talking about God. I ain't talking about Noah. No, all Noah had all Noah could do was open the door. They was coming anyway. Yeah, all the animals came to him. Like, yeah, so yeah, I mean. That's what I'm saying. I guess like the other animals, like you said, they animals. They in their mind, they probably weren't thinking or expecting like, oh, we are about to die. There's a flood coming. They didn't know that it was about to be no flood. Just the animals who came on the boat. Because again, I'm just sending the ones that I need. Right. I'm just, I mean, I'm just speculating in my mind, like, you know, how did he know which, how did he pick out the group, which ones? That he was going to take to be to survive, which boy, which girl out of the whole, you know what I'm saying? Out of different breeds of animals, or different types of animals. I don't that think was it was so much of different breeds and different because it says every. So every animal was on that boat. Like, right. every boy ever was on that boat. Yeah, it was only one set male, female. Except for the pairs again, like I said, that were made for eating and sacrifice. Seven pairs of those came onto the boat. Yeah, but they don't count. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, they, somebody still had to be the food. Somebody had to sacrifice, so. Yeah, they still don't count. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, I mean, my takeaway was just Noah's obedience. Noah's, he didn't, he ain't, he ain't giving no back talk. He ain't ask him why. He ain't say why me. He ain't be like, how I'm going to do this? How they going to come? He ain't had no explanation. All he did was God asked of him. Boom, point blank. That's it. He, his obedience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was one of the takeaways that I had got too, that basically at that time, he was the only person who was still worshiping the Lord. Like he was the only person who was seeing God as his father. And because he was doing right and because he was obeying the Lord, he ultimately was like, you know, kept alive like he ultimately was like accepted like almost like okay this is the only one that I'm gonna pick he the only one out of the bunch exception that's what I'm saying he was the only exception and then it made me think because his family got the ride on his coattails because of that I mean yeah because he instilled in them what he was taught I mean, I ain't going to say so much he instilled in them what he was taught. I'm, I'm sure that that was the case, but it says that he was seen as the only blameless person at that time and the only righteous person at that time. I mean, his sons and them were on the earth, but he was the only one seen at that time. So that's what I'm thinking of, that like because of our father's obedience, because he was so good. I mean, I think, I think of that because of when I was 
in middle school. That's how it was with my summer job. Not my, I mean, it wasn't just my summer job. I had that job all year long because it was at my school. But whenever I would get good grades, my friends, somehow they got money and got to get off work too. Like, that's what I'm thinking of. Like, the people around you get the benefits of your good grace and your good behavior. Like, they get to eat off your plate too. And I, I'm like, that's all right. Like, not saying that they don't deserve it, but they're not worthy, but that's how it should be. Like, your family should get to eat off your plate. Like, if you that blessed. My mind is going to the fact that he was the blameless, but he still instilled in his family the what he knew. He he walked by example. So if they see saw their father doing these things, that's an example of a man. So they're gonna they're gonna follow in their father's footsteps. Because they were all still with him. Uh, that's what I'm saying. They still under his foot, all of them. So of course they're gonna ride on the blessings, but they still occurring themselves to a degree to a degree where because God could have could have said, Yeah, you the only one, but I'm gonna cast out everybody else. But he see that he set an example for his family because they were all still there with him. They could have went off to the wherever the other places were that was doing all the bad things could have been doing that but they stayed with their father they was lived they was all but together that, and, and he still said that an example very true. like uh, i hear what you're saying that sounds very true and like that could be feasible but again i don't know how many kids this man had well at the time it said that he only had them he only had three sons three sons and they have wives and they're all still home with him, with Noah, and he they already see the walk that he has. Nobody questioned Noah like that. What, who told you to build this boat? Or the wife went to the husband, like, why your father was your father? Mm-hmm. That's, and that's another thing you could think of. Can you think of or imagine how many people who he probably told that to and they didn't pay him no mind and no attention and didn't to that warning? Just like they all saw the animals coming to Noah's boat and like, what the, what yeah, no, like obediently, and they ain't paying nobody else no attention. They don't have no food on their mind. They ain't attacking nobody. They all obediently going in two by two. So yeah, the people are like what's happening. So at the same time, that's what I'm saying. The obedience of the animal, the obedience of Noah and his through his showing his example from his obedience through his kids. The kids ain't questioning. At least they didn't say they did. You know what I'm saying? They didn't think he was crazy. He he went, hey, I got we gotta build this boat. They were like, all right, dad, whatever. God told me, oh, all right, then let's roll. He, if he told you that's what we about to yeah, do. Yeah, that that could be. But my, I'm thinking that it wasn't just him and his sons. Like I'm thinking some other people paid attention and thought about it. And for those people, like, did they? I get that. I help build this boat, but I don't even get to live. Like, can you imagine those people? No, nah, I, I ain't got that happen. I ain't. I got them, and the help of some of the other animals helping Noah build that boat. If it was, it would have been in the story, and he would have told them people, and they would have they would have included them. The house of Naron, whoever the people are, helped build this house, so they got to go in. He just said him, his three sons, and his sons. Wow. That's all he got. On the boat. But again, at the same time, even if it was just them and nobody did help them, the world still has to repopulate. He just said, I'm going to kill everything and I got to make sure that life is preserved. So, yeah, like. 
not what we're saying. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, you were saying about somebody might have helped. That's not if it's not in the text. Ain't nobody helping. He told his his sons. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, his his walk showed his sons and that and and his son's wife not to question his authority, but do it not do as I say, not as I do as I do, not as I say, or whatever the case want to be. But do we gonna do this? We about to build this boat. Mm -hmm. But my thought process again is that it's not just. His sons, again, I don't see it just being his sons. They probably, again, were the only ones allowed to go on the boat. But I don't think it was just his sons that helped him build this boat. I think he had at least one or two good friends. Believed in it, then they would have been. They would have been mentioned but in the my, story. Is why would you they be mentioned if they gonna die anyways? That's what I'm saying. Why are you helping building the ark of God, the the ark for Noah and his people? And you can't get on it. That don't it don't sense. make sense. But all I'm saying is, every now and then, sometimes something happens that don't make sense. They like this in this instance. You mean it's Noah? Yeah. Ain't have no brothers that was willing to pitch in. Not one. No. Did they mention it? In no, the but I, it don't mean that they didn't mean that nobody decided. Oh, I go get some food. I can't see that happening. I, I, I understand. That That's what I'm saying. I get it. I can see it not happening. I'm just saying it don't mean it didn't happen. It don't mean it didn't happen. It don't mean it's not a possibility. Mm. Well, again, man wrote the Bible, so it could be whatever. But like I said, I'm not, ain't nobody fit to help. And you telling me the Lord helped you build and we got to push all this wood, all this, all these, make all these other things for this boat. And God told you it was going to be a flood, and this is why you built it. But I'm helping you build it, but I can't get on with you. I'm gonna die, so I'm just gonna go ahead and help you, and then I'm gonna die. That yeah, that that don't that don't make sense to me. I mean, because again, some people probably was just in disbelief. They probably thought it could have been a hobby. You losing your mind, but I help you, because ain't no flood about to come here. Come on, people lose their mind every day, but do they help them? They might give them a quarter or a dollar, but they ain't helping mm -hmm. them. They ain't say, let me take you to a hospital. Mm -hmm. They ain't say, let me find out what's really wrong. Let me call the ambulance for you so you can go mm -hmm. get some help. Ain't nobody doing Well, there should be a story about that. That's what I'm. That's what it shows to me. That's what you should want to do. You should want to lend a helping hand, because had you helped him, you could have got on that boat. Absolutely. That's why I said it's, it's hard to believe that anybody helped him, because nobody believed him. Yeah. And they wasn't, and the wicked people not going around other people. Uh, so they think he crazier than them. The Lord said it. Yeah, all right. I'm about to go over here and finish fornicating and drinking and doing what I do best and killing people and slaughtering women and children or something. Yeah, they ain't helping them. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I get it. I understand. I can see, see where that's coming from. I don't know. That yeah, that will be one question that I would have. So if I was if when I get to heaven, I'm not gonna say no if when I get that. How many people help build that boat? <laughs> that is not gonna be my question. I mean, I'm gonna be there for a long time. I'm gonna have a lot of questions. Okay. Hopefully, I don't get just one. Anyway, for me, Sam, I ain't gonna have no question. Well, I think that's one of the things that was a lesson as well that stuck out for me. The things that we talking about, the details of it. Like I think that was another thing because people sometimes get stuck up on details that they ain't got no control over. We sit here worried about 
again, how many people help them? We, we, we don't know, and it ain't important. We ain't got no control over that, but things that we do got control over, we're not trying to fix. Right. Like, well, you do have control over something because he was a, I'm going to say he was a role model. And, you know, just like you're being a role model for your girls or for your kids, you know, there's a, there's a walk that you have to become when you're a parent. A walk, you know what I'm saying? Whether your kid, kids listen when they get old or not, whatever choices they made, but you gave them the right path to follow. So you a role model. Noah was a role model. He gave them the right path to follow. And what they did after they all went off and did what they had to do and had their kids and their kids' kids and all this other stuff. He did his job as a parent. That's all he can say. Mm-hmm. And he handled his business with God. Well, well, I know you can take say that things get passed down to your kids because, again, they was able to receive his blessing. Absolutely. Now, what they did with it was up to them. Mm-hmm. What they did, that's exactly right. If I leave some money to you, what you do with it is up to you, but... Absolutely. 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 You have choices. Absolutely. You know, I, yeah, I can attest to that. Absolutely. You have choices. And if they left you to be set up for a happier life, you should have made better choices, so you wouldn't be going through things you're going to through. So whatever they he gave them and they took off and did whatever they did, that was the choice. Well, sometimes some choices come with signs and somebody building a boat and animals coming in two by two is that's a sign. So if you're not paying attention, then again, you you ain't gonna make it on the boat. You got to pay attention. You probably was fair born. It probably took who knows how long it took. That's what I'm saying, because we don't even know who helped them. So we don't know how long it took him to build this boat. We just know how long the flood lasted. Because again, he was 600, then he went to 601. It's like we know how long, but we don't know how long how old he was when he first started building his boat. So, so if he was when it started, he was doing a heck of a job at two and three and four to get to the six. So, I mean, he did that. God God did it. He did it. Any hundreds. <laughs> he showed. Any hundred amount that it took for this man to build this boat, he was in his hundreds. Mm-hmm. He sure was. Everybody was in their hundreds. For the most Absolutely. Sure. How old was his, his kids? If he's a hundred... Going through these stages, his kids are just almost getting there with him. Noah died when he was 950 years old. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. That's why. So his kids was in their hundreds. His kids was in their hundreds by the time they died. Sure was. Everybody was. I'm saying they were. That's why he said in the future, the normal life saying they're going to be no more than 120 years. I'm not going to put up with people for this long. I, I, my, my spirit can't take it. And not to say that he was like sorry, like I'm so sorry I ever made him. It's like I wish I never made him. Like I don't think that that's what he meant when he said he was sorry. Like I think he meant more so like he was sorry that these people chose the wrong way to go. Like these people chose sin instead of me. Like I had like a 
But it's the beginning, though. What are you going to do? She ate from the tree. They ate from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. So that's what it was. That's that's what it, the whole thing boiled down to. That's what it was, and that's what it boiled down to. But again, that wasn't the plan. That's why he was so sorry. Like, that, that was not my plan. I am so sorry for the life that you all now are about to live from generation to generation because of her and his following of her. Now y'all got to go through all kind of things. When I just, again, I had a paradise for y'all. Like I was willing to give y'all everything. Y'all wouldn't have had to do nothing except obey my word. You, I mean, that's still today. That's literally still today. It's just too much temptation around. Like, it's just too many things around, and that's why it's so hard to master sin, because it's just so many things that's just like, again, it's enticing, them apples, the land. And that was the serpent's, that was the serpent's main objective. Eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Yes, I'm going over here to stand by this tree, so you could reach up and get that fruit from that tree. Don't go over here to the tree like you want you to get that tree right there. So we can, so y'all so y'all so I can swirl around the world and put all this temptation in front of y'all, just like I just like I tempted you. I'm about to tempt the whole world. Because mm -hmm. he sure it, it sure is a lie, and it's like no matter how hard you be trying, sometimes absolutely, it's like some again, it just be like that thing be like Jesus. It's like all you can do is again pray, the Lord, please take it away. Just take it away, because I can't do it by myself. That's, again, that's where the Lord comes in. When you ain't got the strength to do it, you got the cold on him. It's like, please help me, because I cannot do this by myself. I, I am I am just flesh, Lord. Please help me. Absolutely. Not only that, but that's he was prepared. I can say that much. No like he told him I'm preparing you like you better get prepared because no I ain't know how long like he knew that the waters were going to rain for 40 days and 40 nights he had told him that but no I ain't know that that water was going to last for 10 and a half months for a year he didn't know he was going to be in that boat all that time Noah had a lot of patience I mean he had to have a lot of patience he had patience enough to build that uh, the boat, the ark, the Noah, the ark. So he had to have patience. He was patient enough all them times to go without blame, to go without sin, to do, to follow the works of the Lord. So why wouldn't he be patient? Because that's what the and that's what it, you know teaches you to be patient and wait on Him. He's going to fix everything. He's going to you know be there beside you and fix everything. So he had no, you know what I'm saying. He was all through the teachings and the working. So he just. I mean, he, he's speaking to him. He got this boat together. He done seen the world. He done seen him drown the whole world. What, what else he gonna do? What, he, you, yeah. I, he ain't like the uh, other people we about to talk about later in the other episodes, but I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. He mastered that jump. Faith all the way. One on one. Mm -hmm. But again, if you know from the future episodes, he, again, temptation got him too. Yeah, got who know him? Yeah, temptation got him too. We talked about that. I mean, I mean, of course, but at the same time, he 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 did what God instructed him at that point in time. 
right at that moment exactly he was blameless in that moment right now he's doing what i need him to do at this moment so yeah like he said he, he did what he did at that moment and what he did afterwards was on him but again prepared is oh, another thing like i said i took away that yes he was prepared because you had to be to be on the boat for that long all them animals, you had to feed all them animals, your kid, like, come on now. Like, you, you got to be prepared. And that made me think of COVID. Who was prepared for this? The people that made it. Mm-hmm. That's my thought. Like, you got to get ready. You have to get ready. You got to stay ready. For times like this. You don't know when things like this going to happen again. You don't know when another time like this going to happen again, so... More, more attention to the signs or I guess go back and read the teachings and just be like yeah I'm about to put this food up because I'm about to put this toilet paper up mm-hmm. ain't no paper and all because yes everybody in a rush right now to get it because when nobody prepared when nobody ready for that I know I wasn't ready for it I mean, but thank the lord there yes I mean I'm so blessed to still be yes in my place working. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for Jesus. That's all I can say. Be a lot of it's a lot of people that wasn't. Yeah. Well, you know that's again that's something that man made, which is happening in that Noah time and all those other things. But at the same time. It's here. Mm-hmm. Through it like Noah did. Like he had to get through it. He had to get through it. You know, hopefully he's blessing you enough to be you are able to get through it or to see the, you know, the light of the tunnel. Well, I think that's pretty much it. I think we covered everything that we thought of. You got anything else you could think of? Nope. Nope. Well. Yeah, my takeaway was to be prepared. Lord prepared. He told him what to do. He heard him. He got ready. He saw all the signs. People around him clearly had to see the signs and still didn't get ready. So, yeah. Like I said, again, I, I know, again, I don't pay attention to politics and things like that. I know, again, once this happened, they showed the clip of Obama saying something like this, you know, saying that something like this was going to happen, but. Again, if you don't watch things like that and don't nobody tell you, you ain't gonna be prepared. You ain't gonna know what to do. Well, it is what it is, man. All right, well, thank you for listening. Any comments, requests, concerns, takeaways, things you wanna let us know, shout out to us at 2020BibleStories at gmail.com. That concludes this episode of 2020 Bible Stories with Shamika and Felicia. We'd like to thank you again for listening and showing your support of us as we venture through the stories of the Bible. Tune in next week for a new story. And don't hesitate to reach out to us at 2020BibleStories at gmail.com with your takeaways, thoughts, comments, and requests. And you can listen to our podcast on Spotify, Pocket Cast, 
Radio Public, Google Podcasts, and Breaker.